TGIF, my friends, TGIF. Yes, we've got to be thankful for every single day that we are given. You know, some folks didn't wake up today, so we got to be thankful that we did. God bless all those that didn't and the families that may have lost somebody. I don't know why I just said that right there. I got a little bit personal, a little deep. Maybe somebody out there did lose someone. If you're watching right now, God bless you. I just really pray peace and blessing on you and your life. Hopefully they're in that uh, glorious place we we know and believe in called heaven. And they're, smile, they're all smiles and, and cheerful now. So there's, there's a little blessing for somebody out there, I believe, that's watching this right now. Well, we have other reasons as well to be excited and thankful for. There's a lot of exposing going on. Are you kidding me? I'm going to get into it, friends. We've had the Russian transcripts that have been released against Pencil Neck Adam Schiff's will. He did not want those to get out. I'm going to cover that. We're going to cover more of how Flynn was absolutely set up. Bill Barr is going to lay the law down very clearly that it was illegal what was done. And when you know you're hearing Bill Barr, the attorney general, talk about something being illegal, well, that should have illegal, that should have legal ramifications as well. Justice, I think, is coming. I'm going to get into Tara Reid, and I'm also going to talk about the young man that lost his life, Ahmad, uh, Ahmad, uh, I always mess up his last name, Arbery. I'm going to talk about him as well, give you my opinion, give you my feedback on it. So if you're watching me right now on Facebook, thank you so, so much, please do me a favor and hit the share button. They're being nice to me right now, so i got to take advantage of that. If you're watching on Twitter, thank you. Please retweet. YouTube audience, thank you so much. If the title's messed up, it's because YouTube messed a whole bunch of stuff up. They changed a bunch of things around, so it's probably showing you a different title, but this is live today, Friday. And to my subscribers of my podcast, thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. This is a way you get all of my weekly news hits, as well as the amazing one-on-one interviews like I'm doing this weekend. I've got Mike, my pillows, Mike Lindell coming up, and I've got the Dr. Dan Erickson, whose video hit 5 million views and then was taken off of YouTube. I've got him that's also going to drop this weekend. You'll get that at the David J. Harris Jr. Podcast. you got to have that J in there. All right, friends, let's get to it. Bill Barr did not mince any words whatsoever. This this whole thing is just absolutely disgusting. I've seen some of your comments. I've seen some of your comments out there from law enforcement, from people that respect the, the rule of law, that we as American citizens should be respecting, honoring, and believing and trusting in those that are supposed to uphold the law and what was done to General Flynn and what has been exposed that was trying to be done to the president It's got nothing but dirty cop written all over it. Bill Barr did not mince words. I shared this article with you earlier. Hopefully you saw it and shared it. Bill Barr's interview with CBS, uh, Catherine Herridge on the DOJ dropping the Flynn case. Much is being made today by Democrats and their, I'll call them bootlicking psychopaths, in the fake news media against Attorney General William Barr after the Department of Justice dropped the case against former Trump National Security Advisor Michael Flynn. Uh, They dropped it yesterday when revelations arose from released documents that showed Flynn was set up by the Obama FBI. Democrats, especially those who fear what Barr will expose, are trashing him on social media. This can't just be a guy that actually wants to get to the truth. No. From the Democrats' point of view, it's somebody that's going to expose just how absolutely uh, nefarious Obama's uh, FBI agents and his administration were. 
fired and disgraced former FBI Director James Comey took to social media to trash Barr in the same manner he did President Donald Trump after he fired the pathetic loser. Did the, the DOJ has lost its way, but career people is what Comey's saying. Please stay because America needs you. The country is hungry for hungry for honest, competent leadership. Well, we have that in the president. What we didn't have that in was you, James Comey. You should absolutely be ashamed of yourself. Uh, but what do you expect from somebody that's been caught red-handed? What do you expect from somebody that literally rolled over and played dead in order for Hillary to get off with all her email scandal? We can't forget that's still a scandal that needs to be exposed. Here's Attorney General William Barr in his own words talking about how absolutely irrehensible this was what was done to General Flynn. I, I think a very important evidence here was that, that this was not a bona fide counterintelligence investigation, uh, was that they were closing the investigation. In, in December, they started that process, mm -hmm. and on January 4th, they were closing it. Uh, and that uh, when they heard about the phone call, which is, they, the FBI had the transcripts to, and it, it, this was, there was no question as to what was discussed. The FBI knew exactly what was discussed. And General Flynn, being the former uh, director of the DIA, said to them, you know, you listen, you, you listen to everything. You know, you, you know what was said. So there's no mystery about the call. But they initially tried some uh, theories of how they could open another investigation, which didn't fly. And then they found out that they had not technically closed the earlier investigation and they kept it open for the express purpose of trying to catch, uh, lay, lay a perjury trap for General Flynn. They didn't warn him the way we usually would be required by the department. They bypassed the Justice Department. They bypassed the protocols at the White House and so forth. These were things that persuaded me this, that there was not a legitimate uh, counterintelligence investigation going on. Not a legitimate counterintelligence investigation. They intentionally and willfully extended their case, trying to keep it open. They found their own little loopholes. If they can do that to a general, they can do it to any of us. That should literally send shivers down the neck of any patriot-loving, America-loving, God-loving believer person in this country absolutely disturbing and I like you want to see justice I truly believe and I've been telling you for probably over a year now that I believe justice is coming and I do I still do believe that you know I don't know if you follow Q at all I've got friends that do I follow it a little bit but it's pretty interesting that they were saying that 5-5 was going to start 10 days of darkness or exposing the darkness being exposed I don't know you, you tell me. I, I think that from what I've seen and what I've heard, the individuals that do post from that platform seem to really know some of what's going to happen. Uh, I just hope we continue to see more of it because I think all of us Americans absolutely want to know the truth about what was happening. But the mainstream media is not going to give you that. They don't want you to know the truth. They're going to try to bash every single thing that tries to come out and bring you the truth. They're really hoping you're drinking their Kool-Aid, their propaganda Kool-Aid. That's all they care about. They don't care about us, the American people, or the truth. They care about pushing their narrative and trying to save their own hide, uh, as I'm going to show you in just a second. Here we've got here we've got an Obama official, Evelyn Farkas, admitted under oath that she lied on MSNBC having about having evidence of Russian collusion. There was no collusion. 
$40 million of our taxpayer money spent trying to find anything whatsoever on this president? They found nothing. Obama official went on MSNBC and explained to them why there was so much leaking going on. But being a Democrat, naturally she lied through her teeth. They can't help it. I truly believe it's in their DNA. Farkas claimed that the leaking was done because if the Trump people knew what the Obama people knew, they would try to discredit those sources. Therefore, they were trying to get the information into the public sector because uh, it could be destroyed. Uh, Farkas said, I had to fear, I had a fear that somehow that information would disappear within the senior people who left so it would be hidden away in the bureaucracy. That the Trump folks, if they found out how we knew what we knew uh, about the Trump staff dealing with Russians, that they would try to compromise those sources and methods. That's why you have the leaking. People are worried. Yeah, there was no leaking because there was no proof. There was no facts. It's all coming out now. Pandemic aside, every single American should be focused on really reading and understanding what's taking place right now because there's a whole lot being exposed. Later, that same woman was placed under oath and had to testify before Congress. More specifically, she had to endure a cross-examination from Trey Gowdy, uh, the source of the Democrat, the scourge of the Democrat Party. Under intense questioning, she admitted that every word she uttered on TV was a lie, period. There she is. You can watch the video for yourself. A whole lot of exposing taking place. Well, we have Schiff, pencil neck Adam Schiff. Ah, Donald Trump coined the phrase. I kind of like it because I, I think I think it speaks for itself. But you got to see. I, I got some videos of Schiff I'm going to show you in a second of when he was trying to do his best to really... Make the American people believe that he truly had dirt on this president. Well, Schiff is not very happy about the fact that uh, the transcripts were released. Schiff is angry. He had planned to selectively release the Russia transcripts. Remember back during the impeachment hearings, Adam Schiff released only the transcripts that spoke evil of President Trump, but kept all the exculpatory, exculpatory testimony hidden. He was planning to do the very same thing with the Russian transcripts, and he is angry that Richard Grinnell called his hand. His office is making a lot of noise over the forced release. A source told Breitbart News that Schiff planned on only releasing a part of the Russian transcripts, even though the full committee had voted unanimously to release them all, including Schiff when he, when he did back then. When Republicans retake the House, because we will this year, I hope the first order of business is an investigation into the many lies of Adam Schiff for the purpose of expelling him from Congress. Let's take a look at Schiff. Let's look and listen to, let's just be reminded of some of the lies that Schiff, and we got Pelosi in here backing him up, sharing the same exact lies. For all of you that may be watching, that may still think that Democrats actually care about the truth, that they're really sticking up for justice, what do you think of this? Tremendous dishonesty from Schiff and from... All you have right now is a circumstantial case. Uh, actually, no, Chuck. Uh, I, I can tell you that the case is more than that. Uh, and I can't go into the particulars, but there is more than circumstantial evidence now. And I'm going to say this only seven times, so you better listen good. I want you to make up dirt on my political opponent. Understand lots of it. On this and on that. But it's using the president's own words. 
So if he's... Uh, well, those weren't the president's words. It was an interpretation of the president's words. They're saying he made this up. He did not make it up. Uh, we have not spoken directly with the whistleblower. I want to thank the inspector general in the absence of his actions and coming to our committee. We might not have even known there was a whistleblower complaint. Lies, lies, and more lies. Is, is there anything else they know how to do? Now this is all coming out in the open. I, 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 it sets up, I believe, why the president took this tone in referring to Adam Schiff just today. I almost slipped out and showed you this one first. Here's the president talking about the exposing that has been done, that's gone on, where Schiff has been caught red-handed with all of his lies. Tremendous dishonesty from Schiff and from others. Uh, and they know it's going on. They know these are not stupid people. They know it was a hoax. They know better than anybody in this room it was a hoax. They set it up. They're not aggrieved. I watch Schiff. Shifty Schiff, nine inches around the neck. And I watch this guy uses the world's smallest collar, right? But I watched him, to, I guess this morning, talking about he acts so aggrieved, so aggrieved. He knows it was a, he got caught. And not only caught, if he weren't in the halls of Congress, he'd be in jail because he made up phony stories and phony speeches and phony every, everything was phony. He's a sick man. He's really a sick man. He's a corrupt politician. It was all phony. It was all, it was all phony. The president going off right there on exactly how phony uh, Schiff was. He has every right to be upset. He has every right to expe express himself on exactly what has been exposed, how they were trying to absolutely take him down. And I hope that we do not just get Schiff out of Congress, but he needs to be held accountable for his lies. He absolutely does. Well, we've got another bombshell that dropped today. We've got the uh, transcripts that actually show that CrowdStrike did not determine that Russia hacked the DNC. This is what started the entire Russia collusion narrative, the whole hoax. They said CrowdStrike had definitive proof, evidence. Well, they didn't. We already have a major story coming out over the 53 transcripts at the Russia collusion investigation. From day one, we were told that CrowdStrike had determined that the Russians hacked the DNC emails. Interesting admission in CrowdStrike CEO Sean Henry's testimony. Henry is asked when the Russians exfiltrated the data from the DNC. Henry says, we did not have concrete evidence that the data was exfiltrated from the DNC, but we did, but we have indicators that it was exfiltrated. There's a difference there. More from CrowdStrike Sean Henry. There are times when we can see data exfiltrated and we can say conclusively, but in this case, it appears it was set up to be exfiltrated, but we just don't have the evidence that says it actually left. This is huge, friends. It turns out that the Mueller criminal organization changed the wording from possible to definitely. Huge, huge difference, obviously. CrowdStrike CEO clearly testified that they have no proof it was the Russians or even if it was a hacking. This is an absolute game changer because it means the very premise for the investigation was a total and complete lie. How many of these lies continue to need to be exposed? Here's the thing. The reason why I'm here is because the mainstream media, they're not going to tell you the truth. They're not going to give you the answers. They're not going to be honest with you. They're going to continue to try to paint all of this exposing of the lies coming out as, oh, this is just Trump 
This is everybody that's for him. They're just turning it all around, you know, against us, the Democrats. They're turning it around on the Democrats. They're not going to give you the truth because they don't want you to know the truth. They want you to continue to keep believing the lies they've been peddling for three years. I'm sick and tired of it. I really hope that you are sick and tired of it too. And now we've got more from Peter Strzok. How, how much lying, how much absolute deception and corruption was taking place in the FBI under Obama? Uh, Obama's people? Peter Strzok says he rewrote Thre- Flynn's 302 and Lisa Page edited it. It's very early yet in the examination of all the material coming out, but already we are seeing major bombshells exploding all over the place. The latest is from the text between Peter, Peter Strzok and Lisa Page. Strzok told Page he was rewrite, rewriting the 302 so much that he had to be careful not to completely rewrite it, and then Page edited it. Both actions run contrary to FBI protocol. FBI policy requires 302 forms to be submitted within five working days of an interview. How long did it take? The FBI took three weeks to deliberate on and compose Flynn's 302 form, and it was mislabeled a draft document, requiring a resubmission of the form three months later. A prosecutor working in the office of special counsel Robert Mueller, which eventually charged Flynn, was required to submit a separate document to a federal judge to explain that irregularity. The new Flynn document shed light on what happened during the unusual three weeks composing the 302. They include texts between Strzok and FBI lawyer Lisa Page, who were communicating extensively during an extramarital affair in which they revealed an anti-Trump bias resulting in their later dismissal from Mueller's investigation. In one text, dated February 10th, Strzok tells Page he is heavily editing the 302 form to point he's trying to not completely rewrite it, end quote. Those are his words. Other messages reveal that Page, who did not attend the interview, reviewed the 302 form and made editing suggestions. On February 14th, Page texts Strzok, is Andy good with the 302? Trying to just make sure that they get it done the way they want, presumably referring to FBI directors Andy McCabe. The next day, February 15th, the Flynn 302 was officially submitted and filed with the FBI. Total corruption! Absolute corruption! They were trying to take out a sitting U.S. president. They were going after anybody that was his ally. Flynn was a target. They thought they could get Flynn to roll over and give some dirt. They held his, they, they held his family uh, in, uh, in jeopardy. They threatened his family. And they really felt that they'd be able to get Flynn to turn over and just give some dirt, even if it's fake. They didn't care if it was fake. They were just trying to get rid of the president of the United States, a duly elected president, the greatest president that we've had in our lifetime, probably ever, the man that is truly trying to save this country from socialism. That's all the Democrats want. They want total control, big government and everything. And we're seeing that play out right now with all the Democrat governors around the country that are literally initiating totalitarian style lockdown measures. I shared the video earlier in Ventura, the director of public health that shared that they will forcibly remove people from their home. They'll take you from your home. They will mandatory quarantine you. Absolutely disturbing, should be disturbing to every warm-blooded American that loves this country and the freedoms that we've all 
been enjoying and been given and granted by our Constitution, freedoms that don't come from government, that come from God. Every single American should be upset about that. All right, let's get over to Kaylee. You got to love this new White House press secretary, Kaylee McEnany. She just absolutely hammers these mainstream media whack journalists that are continuing to try to get her in an aha gotcha moment. And what she actually shares is right in line with everything that I try to tell everybody about fake news. Kaylee actually shares that she once listened to fake news and it caused her to have certain attitudes about this president that when she later learned the facts, she changed her mind. Listen to how this whack job journalist tries to set Kaylee up. In 2015, shortly after the president said that some Mexican immigrants were rapists and criminals, you said that that language was racist and hateful. Do you still believe that today? Well, I'm actually glad you asked that because for about the first four weeks of the election, um, I was watching CNN and I was naively believing some of the headlines that I saw on CNN. And headlines, that's fine. I, I just want to know if you also personally I'm still believe not, that. I'm actually not going to read the headlines. So I very quickly took, came around and supported the president. In fact, CNN hired me. Um, I was on many eight-on-one panels where I proudly supported this president, who I believe is one of the best presidents, if not the best president this country will ever have. But I, I would encourage the individual who did that analysis of my past, um, rather than focusing on me, he really should be focused on some of the very guests CNN chose to have on their network. He should be focused on, I mean, my over here, Jim's, Jim Clapper, who said, you know, 10 days before he privately told investigators there was no evidence of collusion, that Watergate pales in comparison to the Russia probe. I'd encourage them to look at Samantha Powers, who's privately saying, I'm not in possession of any evidence of collusion. Ambassador Rice, I don't recall intelligence or evidence of any collusion. Former Attorney General Loretta Lynch, I do not recall that being briefed to me. And for three years, two years, probably more than that, CNN ran with the collusion narrative. And if the American people are watching right now, they're probably very confused as to some of the quotes I read, because those individuals were saying much different things publicly than they were saying privately. And I'm very grateful that those transcripts were released yesterday. And perhaps the K-File should do an analysis of that. Thank you, Kaylee, for telling them exactly what all Americans need to hear if they're not used to hearing these facts, these truths of fake news and how they mislead the people. Everybody that watches these press briefings got a taste of it right there. Thank you, Kaylee, for admitting that you once were drinking the Kool-Aid, like a lot of Americans that actually believe what they're seeing on the mainstream media. It's literally and absolutely, utterly, most of it from the mainstream media, it's false. And we better wake up and stop listening to it. Well, we've got the president that's gone on to highlight a new ad with Biden and a scandal from a decade ago. And then I'm going to get into Tara Reid, folks. You're not going to want to miss it. A new ad placed by a pro-Trump group revisits a scandal of Joe Biden's uh, of Joe Biden's from a decade ago. The scandal concerned Joe Biden's lying through his teeth about accomplishments. I think I shared that video too. He claimed that he had earned three degrees and had finished near the top of his class in law school. I did show this yesterday. Here's the article on it. Hopefully you saw that. If you didn't see it, watch the video because friends, it's absolutely... Uh, unbelievable what uh, what Joe Biden continues to do and, and the fact that he's literally leading the ticket right now for the Democrats. Here's Joe Biden. Here's a good one on Biden being exposed for the corruption that surrounded his family for a very long time. I'm ready to go. This is a crisis. crisis. 
This is no time for Donald Trump's record of hysterical xenophobia. Biden's son inked a billion dollar deal with a subsidiary of the Bank of China. Wait, 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 we're getting nervous, man. China is going to eat our lunch. Come on, man. They're not bad folks, folks. Since the outbreak, the Communist Party has been mobilizing overseas organizations to buy local supplies and send them to China. The growth of China is overwhelmingly in our interest. The beautiful history we wrote together. Banning all travel will not stop it. The president is right. That travel restriction on China, as every public health official we've talked to said, bought the country time. Hysterical xenophobia. Germans. Xenophobia. Yeah. Indicated that uh, I complimented him on dealing with China. I'm not going nuts. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. We approve that message too, Mr. President. Thank you for continuing to bring us the truth. And in speaking of truth, Jimmy Kimmel was actually caught lying. Well, his audience didn't know that. That's why I'm here. I'm here to show you exactly what the mainstream, the Hollywood celebrities, what they'll do, what they're willing to do just to continue to, per to perpetuate lies to their audience. Here's Jimmy Kimmel bashing the vice president, Mike Pence, Basically saying that uh, Pence is carrying empty boxes. You got to watch. I've got the I've got the proof of exactly uh, how this exposes Jimmy Kimmel, and I hope America gets to see this. Here he is with no mask on, wheeling boxes of PPEs into a healthcare center, and doing his best to lift them. What a hero! <laughs> Just barely in the door, and since it was going so well, and also because he didn't realize he had a mic on, Magic Mike decided to keep it going. Listen in closely here. Mike Pence pretending to carry empty boxes of PPEs into a hospital is the perfect metaphor for who he is and what he's doing. A big box of nothing delivering another box of nothing. Now, how would Jimmy Kimmel's audience know anything different? Why would they think anything other than what they heard Mike Pence say? Why would they have any reason to suspect that Jimmy Kimmel is intentionally lying to his audience? Well, the fact of the matter is that's exactly what Jimmy Kimmel's doing because of where he clipped the video of Mike Pence. Here's the rest of the video, friends, that shows exactly what Mike Pence did after he said what he said. He closed the doors. He wasn't actually going to do that. He was just making a joke. But no, Jimmy Kimmel took it upon himself to create an entire story, to paint a picture, and then talk trash about our vice president over a lie. He intentionally, willfully was lying to his audience. That's who a lot of people look up to. These late night talk show hosts. So many Americans think they're telling the truth. They're just trying to they're just trying to lie to you. They're just trying to feed you a narrative and they hope that nobody like me stands up and shares the absolute truth. You ought to be ashamed of yourself, Jimmy Kimmel. You better issue an apology. You should issue an apology over the absolute disgusting behavior 
and and tone and words that you used against our vice president. That issue better come very soon, too. I think Americans should hold you to that. Let's get over to Tara Reid. Court documents from 1996, friends, spoke of Tara Reid being sexually harassed by Joe Biden at at Joe Biden's office. Democrats are lining up saying that they don't believe Tara Reid despite an accumulating pile of evidence. Those same Democrats had no qualms about Christine Blasey Ford who had zero evidence at all except in her dis- in, except in disputing her claims. From this point on I will not give any credence to any woman accusing a Republican of sexual misbehavior. I will automatically disregard it at a la Democrat Party of 2020. That's pretty much what they're suggesting and what they're what what tone they're taking. Is it if it's somebody attacking a Republican, a conservative? Probably shouldn't listen to it, especially if it's a high-ranking conservative. That's what they're doing. In the divorce trial of Tara Reid and her former husband, Theodore Dronin, Dronin submitted that Reid had been sexually harassed while working in Joe Biden's office. He did not mention Biden, but many other accounts by seven different people did name Biden as the perpetrator. Dronin claimed that Reid finally reached an agreement with Biden's chief of staff and she left her position. This is her ex-husband. Biden's chief of staff at the time, Ted Kaufman, recently claimed that he never even heard of Reed's complaint. Really? More lying. How is it possible that he didn't know about the complaint and the fact that he made a deal with Reed to leave the office? Inquiring minds want to know. And, and Tara Reed is not done. If you didn't hear already or see this, Megan Kelly is going to interview an exclusive interview with Tara Reed. Former Fox News and NBC host Megyn Kelly, she's trying to make a comeback. She's announced that she has interviewed Biden accuser Tara Reid. The interview will be shown on Kelly's YouTube channel as well as Instagram. Kelly says that she asked tough questions on her allegations and that Reid responded forcefully and refused to back off from her accusations. She also told Kelly that she would be willing to take a lie detector test. So my question is, Joe, are you willing to take a lie detector test? I wonder if you'd even pass it right now, knowing your mental state. I, I know it's hard for you to, to combine uh, thoughts in one sentence, so it may not even be justifiable, but the fact that Tara Reid is willing to means you should step up to the plate and say that you are willing to as well. I think, uh, I think all Americans truly want to know and at least see your courage, especially with how you've been so bold to share that you should believe all women. Well... I think America's on the side of believing this woman, and uh, that's, that's, that's curtains for you. So in the case of Ahmad Arbery, the father and son have been arrested in uh, Georgia. What has become one of the most heinous murders in the United States has taken a new turn as a father and son have been arrested for the murder of Ahmad Arbery. The murder was caught on video. I'm not sure if you've seen it. I didn't want to show you. Uh, it's rightfully unleashed public sentiment against his killers. I've got my own thoughts on all this, Toe. The, the, the killing is believed to be racial in nature as the murderers are white and the victim is black. However, I want to share with you, and I want to do a close-up for this. However, I believe that race really didn't have anything to do with it. Yes, I'm going to say it. I'm tired of race playing a part, especially on everything that comes out from the mainstream media. Now, perhaps, and rightfully so, he was profiled. 
because they knew that there was a black man, a young man, that had been robbing homes in that area and was suspected of stealing a gun from one of the individual's cars, an ex-police officer. So when they saw him running, they obviously he, he ran up to them. If you know the rest of the story, he gets shot. My question is this. My point is this, A, stop making everything about race. And B, can I tell you what I would do if I was jogging, if I was just jogging out for a jog and I was going down the street and I seen two guys in a truck with guns? I would not charge them. I would not run up to them. I wouldn't try to get the gun away from them. If I'm a person with a gun and somebody's trying to get a gun away from me, I'm assuming they're going to try to get the gun away from me to then shoot me. So I don't know what was going through Ahmad's mind in that moment. And this is not to take away from the absolute loss. It is a travesty. It is a loss that should have and could have, in my opinion, been avoided. But I don't think that it needs to be made all about race. There's too much race baiting that's going on in this country. And it's doing nothing but divide us. When somebody wants to talk about, oh, this white cop and this black guy or this white, these white guys, ex-cop, this black guy, I try to continue to point out, that's fine. Be upset. Be furious. But know the facts. Before you jump to conclusions that it's all about race, know the facts. And what we may not know, probably won't ever know, is what was going on in, in Aubrey's mind that made him, Ahmad's mind, that made him want to charge somebody with a gun. That we won't know. Then the skirmish takes place and Ahmad Arbery is no longer with us. But can we please stop making everything about race? I really wish we could do that. We need to do that. We need to do that. Well, a word from my sponsor. I finally have a sponsor, somebody that loves the news that I bring, and somebody that says, hey, I want to help you uh, by promoting products that I absolutely love. Mike's My Pillow. Friends, I've been telling you all this week, I love, absolutely love my mattress topper. I've seen your comments. So many of you have gotten your own mattress topper or gotten one from your for your wife. Uh, we just got the dog beds, too. We got three little puppies. Well, one of them is about 120 pounds, but they're all puppies to me. We've got the dog beds. We've got the sheets. The mattress topper is amazing. I know you'll love anything you get there. And Mike's book is absolutely incredible. For all of you that have extra time on your hands, I read this book in about a week. It was riveting. It was heartbreaking, heart pounding. I had encounters with God literally from what God did in this man's life. Get this book. Use the code David for anything you get at MyPillow. Use the code David that blesses me, helps support me in trying to expand my audience, expand my studio, and grow and become a greater, more effective news for trusted, uh, for trusted news in the media space. So use the code David at MyPillow.com. I love his pillows, his sheets, his mattress topper. They're all great. The warranty and guarantee is amazing, but I personally guarantee that you'll love them. So thank you so much, Mike Lindell of MyPillow. I'll be interviewing him this weekend. You're not going to want to miss that. And I'm also going to be interviewing Dr. Dan Erickson tomorrow morning. That will drop. Make sure that you're up and you're awake. It's going to drop bright and early. At, uh, at 9 a.m. Central Time. So that's 7 a.m. in California, 10 a.m. in, in uh, Eastern. Make sure you catch that. Share it with your friends. You're going to want to hear what Dr. Dan Erickson has to say. He's the doctor that had a video go viral. It was taken off of YouTube. I asked him some very point, pointed. Uh, I'm going to ask him some very pointed and specific questions. I want to see whose side, of the, whose side of the fence he's on. I, I, I don't know how he votes. 
We'll see if we can get into some of that and see uh, what he has to say. And I've got a lot of your questions that you posted uh, earlier in the week. Uh, I've got several of them that I'm going to be I'm going to be asking directly for you. So family, friends, God bless you. Thank you so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with this brother right here. I truly hope your day was blessed, your mind was enriched, and you're full of hope for the future. I believe we've got a bright, bright future ahead of us. We're going to come out of this pandemic with more unity and more love, I think, than ever before. So God bless you. Have a great rest of your day. Have a joyous, joyous weekend. And make sure you catch that live stream I'm going to do tomorrow with Dr. Dan Erickson and hopefully Mike Lindell on Sunday. God bless you. Go to MyPillow.com. Use the code David. Be a great way to bless Mike and you're blessing me and my show as well. Bye-bye. I, I think a very important evidence here was tremendous dishonesty from Schiff and from others. All you have right now is a circumstantial case. Uh, actually, 2015, shortly after the president said that some Mexican immigrants were.